All right, we're starting back up at the bottom of the page on Daf Heyam uh, Beis, our review. Basically, we saw a quote from Rav Chanan Barav in the name of Rav, and he talked about a Mavoy. As we know, Mavoy is an alleyway that was open on the side. So basically, one of the walls, as we know, Mavoy basically has three walls, and one end is open up. It's like an alleyway that's open up, opens up to a Rishos, Harabim at one end. So if it's a side uh, breach in the wall, so then the then it's it can be as wide as ten as ten amas. If it's at the head of the wall, it's only acceptable up to four. Okay, at first I thought that it was four amas, but then I'm confused. Is it four tvachim? I need some help on this. There's no uh uh, my Gemara Rashi didn't wasn't clear, and the Gemara itself sounds later on that it's Arba Tfachim. So, um, so that's much smaller. Okay. So the question is, why would there be a difference? What's the difference between a breach on the side and a breach at the head? The head means the end of the mavoi, the dead end side of the mavoi. A breach as wide as as four already messes it up. Why? So, um, why can't we just say it's a Pesach, just like we say? Now, it's important to understand, Rashi as a, like, clarifies this. He says, at the Mavoy head, we're talking about where the entire Mavoy's width is 20 Amas. And uh, the halacha is, is that a Mavoy, in order to be considered closed, has to be narrowed to 10 to 10. So you have to like close off part of it to get to a 10. Um, and that part that you close down had a breach in it. The maximum size of the breach is four. Why? Let there be even wider and it could be a doorway. That's the question. Anyway, so the that's the Shaila of the Gemara. So Rafuna Bredavishui says that the, the place of the Pirza at the head of the Mavoy is at the corner, at the diagonal of the, the edge of the Mavoy, and that's the problem. Um, and basically, it's an opening in a corner. There's no such thing as a doorway at a corner. They don't, it's not, it's just not done. The door is always going to be open straight to the public. Or at least that's how it's normally done. Okay, so that's one thing. Now, Rav Huna says that uh, he argues on Rav Chanan Barava, and he says that also he's quoting Rav in the name of Rav, and he says that the halacha is that even if it's on the side, a breach, a side breach also can only be maximum of four, not more than that. Side or back, they're both a maximum of four. So comes along Rav Huna to Rav Chanba Rav. He says, I want you to agree to me. Why? Because there was a story with Rav. He came to the town of this place, Damcharya, and he did exactly what I said. The breaches on the side were wider and he had to narrow it to this size. So, so Rav Chanba Rav says, that's actually, there's more to the story. What happened over there was is that there was the people, there were Amearetz, and they were mekel in halacha, and therefore, you have to, for those people, you have to be extra strict, and you come out with a stringency. So Rav Nachman by Yitzchak 
um, said, you know who makes more sense? Rav Huna makes more sense. Why? Because we talked about a case of a Mavoy Akum. Mavoy Akum, in this, in this scenario, is where there's a bend in the Mavoy. Okay, it just, it, it makes a right angle. And the two ends of the Mavoy open up to different parts of the Shusarabim. Okay, the Shusarabim can go more than one direction. Okay, they both open up to Shusarabim. There's a picture in the Rashi, if you look at it, and there's a question is how to fix up such a mavoi. What do you look at this mavoi, first of all? Is this a mavoi mefulosh, an open mavoi? Or is it a mavoi sasum? So Rav says it's a mavoi mefulosh. And Shmuel says it's a mavoi sasum. Okay, what's the machlokes? If we're talking about more than 10, so why would Shmuel say, to, uh, why would say that it, uh, a side breach more than 10? Shmuel would say it's sasum? Why? That's not good when it's more than 10. That messes up the mavo. It should be mafulish. So obviously, we're talking about with the whole opening, the thickness of the mavo, that as it turns, is 10, is only merely 10. So that should be a Pesach. And Rav says that it's considered mafulish. Why would it be mafulish? Let it be considered a doorway. So that shows that Rav must be holding like Rafuna, that even a side breach, its maximum width is is four, not ten. Even ten is too much. So, Pirtus Mavoy Mitzito is, is Bidalit. So, what does Rav Khan Barava answer to that? He says that's different because this is not just your regular breach in the wall of a Mavoy. That, um, that's, not, that's not what's going on over here because over here, this is the way people walk. They walk this Mavoy, they're going right through it. It's like, uh, that's the direction. People come in from one Rosh Hashanah, go through the Mavoy, go back out the other side of Rosh Hashanah. It's used in, as a thoroughfare. So it's what we call Baki Barabim. The, the enclosure is not even, even, you can't consider it a doorway if the Rabim use it as a pathway. So the Gemara says, what does that show you? That you, seems to imply that Rav Huna himself holds that even if uh, it's... Um, even uh, according to Rav Huna, even if it's not Baki Barabim, meaning even if it's just a, a, a side breach, it still can't be ten wide. Why would why is that? How is that different than Rav Ami and Ravasi? Rav Ami and Ravasi seem to hold that a breach on the side. We saw it, as long as it's it was talked. They talked about we had it earlier, a breach that's up at the front of the Mavoy. We said as long as you have a little board that's ten four tefachim wide, you can have the breach as wide as ten. What's the difference? Why over there is the breach allowed to be wide as 10? And here in the end, uh, the wide as 10 is a problem. So the Gemara answer is there's a difference because Rav Amir, Rav Funa, and not, not arguing on Rav Amir, Rav Asa. Rav Amir, Rav Asa, we're talking about a breach on the side of the Mavoy that uh, there was a wall. It smashed open, but there's still some floor up in the bottom. And that's why it's different. And that's the reason why it's still okay. That is the story with that. Okay, brings us to the next section. We brought down uh, how do you make an Erev on a Rishos One, So first we said that Tanakama's opinion is, is that you need a Tzuras and Pesach on one side, Lachi and Akura on the other side, and then you cut yourself a perfectly fine a way to carry in such a Rishos And Hananya said, no, 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 it's Machlokas. Beshami says, in order to make a Rishos acceptable, to carry in, you have to have doors on both ends, and um, and according 
and according to Beis Hillel, a door only on one end, and the other side needs to be a lechen korah. Beis also mentioned that those doors need to be closed behind you. You walk out, you close the door. Okay, that's the only way to, to, to make the Rishos Rabbim into a private domain. Um, so the Gemara says, what do you mean? I thought you're not allowed to, I thought there's no way to make a, a Rishos Rabbim a, a, a way to carry. Okay, because uh, you can't carry a Rishos Rabbim ever. No matter what you do to try to fix a Rishos Rabbim, it's Rishos Rabbim, you know, it's not able to make an Erev on it. Um, as we learned in a Brisa. Rabbi Yehuda, uh, uh said that if a person has two houses on opposite sides of Rishus Rabbim, he says that that's considered, all you have to do is make a lechi on the two ends of house A, and it sticks into the Rishus Rabbim, and that delineates the area between the two houses. Now he could carry between the two houses. Or he could put a korah between the two sides of the two houses, and that also a korah on this side, korah at this end, and he'll be able to carry um, and, ca- and carry. And the Chachamim all argued on that and said, You're not allowed to make an Erev on Rishas Rabbim with such things. So you see, you, you're not able to make an Erev on Rishas Rabbim. So the Gemara says, Wait a second. There was a word Bekach over here. Maybe that was the problem. The problem was is that you can't make a Rishas Rabbim with this, maybe, but with doors, maybe that would work. Or something else. So. Uh, so now maybe so the problem with that is is that uh, we brought down um, that Rabbi Barafuna said name Rabbi Yochanan Yerushalayim. If not for the fact that the doors lock at night, it would qualify as a genuine Rishus Rabbim that you would not be allowed to carry. The same we saw is the Avuli de Bukhuza. If not for the fact that the doors close at night, it would be Chay versus Rabbim. Sounds like that there's no way to fix up Rishos Rabbim unless the doors stay closed and you can't travel at some point in time. So Rav Yehuda said um, uh, so Rav Yehuda said what we're talking about here is not actually making an Rishos Rabbim mamish, a true Rishos Rabbim. Rather, what we're talking about over here is, is that we're um, we're making an erev in a mavoi that is mafulish to rishos rabbim, open on both sides to rishos rabbim, and I want to be able to carry in this mavoi. That's what the discussion is. So it's similar; it connects on two ends to the rishos rabbim. That's the issue over here. Okay. Um, yeah, on the one hand, we have uh, okay. So so we again we saw we saw. The opinion of the Tanakama, which says that all you need is a source of Pesach on one end and a side post or a top post, top beam, cross beam on the other end. And that's the Tanakama. And then we saw that in Mavi Mefulosh, Rav Hanani says in Bishami's opinion, you need doors on two ends of the Mavoy. And in, uh, Rav, and in uh, Beis Hillel, you need a door on one end and the other side can be a Lechir Korah. So that's the story. Um, in what we're talking about. So, question is, halacha, bottom line, what's, who, where's the halacha land on this question? So, Rav says, the halacha follows Tanakama, that you don't need more than a Tzuras HaPesach on one end, in a Mavig Mufulash, and, which, as we know, a Tzuras HaPesach, all it is, is a two poles and a top, like a doorway, and that's good enough. 
And that is the shita of Rav. And the other end is Lechi Yikoro, like a regular Movoi. Once you have a Tzuras of Pesach, it's considered like a closed Movoi. Um, and the Shmuel says that Allah follows Hananya, that you need doors. Okay, now the question was, Hananya, when we said Hananya, according to Basilel, what Hananya only mentioned in Beishamai that those doors need to be closed behind you. He didn't say anything in Basilel about what this one door, what it requires. So, what does it require is really the question. Do you need to close the doors or not? So, the answer we said is, um, Rav Yehuda said in the name of, uh, so we brought a Raya, um, Rav Yehuda said in the name of Shmuel, not, you do not need to close the doors. Rav Masna said in the name of Shmuel, also you don't need to close the doors. And um, the story goes is that Rav Masna, actually, there's a version that Rav Masna says, I actually had a case, and Shmuel told me you don't need to close the doors. Um, then they asked Rav Anan, do you have to close the doors or not? And he said, look, the, if you go to the Nardaz street, there's Mavoy uh, Mafulosh over there. That is the door on one end, which is, of course, uh, Shmuel's requirement, who is the rabbi, the head of Narda, of the Yeshiva Narda. And he said, and, and those, that door was caked open uh, to halfway up with dirt. And uh, Shmuel used this all the time and didn't say anything to them. So you see, it definitely does not need to be closed. Now, Rav Kana says, um, actually, those doors, although they maybe didn't close all the way, but they did shut, and they closed them most of the way. So it's not exactly, the, it's not exactly non-functional doors. Now, when Rav Nachman came to town, he said you should move all the dirt, make it that it's able to be closed properly. So does that mean Rav, that Rav Nachman argues on, on this, on our conclusion that it does not need to close? And Murray says, no, no, no. He agrees that it doesn't need to be closed, but it definitely needs to be able to close. And that's the key element. Okay. Then we, we came to a case. The case was there was a mavoi that was bent that was in our da. And what we mean by bent mavoi was a U-shaped mavoi. So it went down, went across, and went up. And so it's almost like two dead-end mavois that, that, that basically go into each other. So what's the halacha? So the, the case was that they did the chumrah of Rav and Shmuel. They went on both stringent ends. Basically, Shmuel, Rav, what does that mean? Rav holds that a bent mavoi is called a mavoi mefulash. That's one point. And Shmuel holds that a mavoi mefulash requires doors so therefore, it has to have doors, and it's um, and it's because uh, it's a mavim foolish. Now the question is, is that how can we do that? We're taking the stringencies of 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 Rav and the stringencies of Shmuel. If you ask Rav what the halachi here is, he would say, "Well, you don't need to do anything because all that's required in a mavim foolish is a tzuras pesach. So you definitely do not need to put doors." And if you ask Shmuel what to do here, he said, this is a Mavoy Sasson. You don't need to do anything. So nobody's going to say that you need to put doors in the end. So how are we saying over here that you need to put doors in the end? That's the question. And um, we don't take Chumras of opposing sides together. As we quoted uh, as, you know, in general, 
you know, we know the, that there's the Allah always follows Bishil, but the, generally when there's a machlok, it's Bisham and Bishil. If there if Bishami says uh uh a chomer, you can't take the coolers of both sides. You also um because that's a Russia. But uh you know also it's not appropriate, it's foolish to take the stringencies on both sides. And rather what you need to do is to basically pick a side and stick to it through thick and thin, through stringencies and leniencies. So that's where we we're stuck over here. How is it that in Narda they took on the stringencies of both sides over here? So we saw, uh, first of all, we got a little sidetracked in this case that we brought down in Beisham Bisil because we contradicted ourselves. On the one hand, we said Beisham holds Dalach is like Beisilel, but if you want to follow Beisham, go for it. Now, that's not consistent. What do you mean? You don't have to follow Beisham Bimok and Beisil. So, uh, so I mean, I think you're not supposed to follow Beisham. So what does that mean? So the Gemara says, we saw yesterday two answers. One answer was is that it was before the Baskal. That was when both sides were considered acceptable. But once there was a heavenly voice that said that Allah should follow Basilo, so it was accepted to follow Basilo's halacha. That's uh, that's why we had a disparity over here. Version B, answer number two was, and this is where we left off, is that it could be that it was after the Baskal, but it's following the opinion of of, of Rabbi Yeshua. Who, as we know, he is in many places. That when he argued with other Tanaim and the heavenly voice interceded, he said, "You have no say over here, God. I'm sorry. Even if, even though I don't deny that it's like you know a manifestation of Hashem talking and giving influence, but the Torah was read at Loba Shemaimi. The Torah is no longer in heaven. It was given here on earth, and we got a pasuk in how we see things, and that's it. And so, bottom line is, so then the Allah is never established that the Allah has to follow Basil. And again, bottom line is, um, if you hold like Rabbi Yeshua, so then you can go with either side as long as you're consistent. But the bottom line is, we don't accept the Khumra on both sides. And that is as far as we left, as far as we got to yesterday. I'm just going to stop.